This is the Championship Clubs Podcast, the show that shines a light on English rugby's second flight. Join us every fortnight and check us out on the socials at Champ Clubs Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Here we are then with the final position of the 2021-22 team of the season. It's the fullback position and I would say it's as tight as any of the other positions have been to call. Four fantastic players who have had fantastic seasons. Carwin Penny of Cornish Pirates, Rich Lane of Bedford Blues, Doncaster Knights, Billy McBride and Richmond's James Kane. Oof, got some opinions on this one, but I want to hear the expert opinion of our pundits. And we'll kick off with a man who isn't short. I'm giving an opinion, ask for it or not, it is Gareth Orrid. <laughs> oh, I've got an opinion, but I, I've certainly never been told I'm an expert, that's for certain. Um, look, this is really tough and it may sound like, no, it's not, because Rich Lane is our captain. He is an outstanding player, has wreaked havoc across championship defences for many seasons. He was last year's number 15 in this team of the season. However, he's obviously been at Bristol. Um, Pat Lamwell, actually Paul Larkin, our former bats coach, who's now the head of recruitment there, was quick to bring him into their mix when they needed a fullback. So he's missed a little bit of the season with us. I'd actually probably say defences have been very susceptible to it. So um, maybe he had a bit more effect last season than this season, dare I say. And Billy McBride has been fantastic, friend of the show, um, spoke really well, really impressed with him. And I think he's brought real calming measure to, to Donny um, at fullback. He's also scored two length of the field tries um, against Ealing to beat them both times this season. So um, that deserves quite a lot of plaudits in itself. But then he is, um, and I know that Mike might have a different opinion on this one, but then here's James Kane, who has had an unbelievable couple of games against us. Richmond actually twice doing the double over Bedford this season. And a few of uh, him and him and his mates were unbelievable both times he played them. His, his left boot, um, I mean, from 22 to 22, forget 50-22. So I'm struggling. Um, in fact, I'm just going to lay the cards out there. I'd probably say let's let's start going for the verdict at the end. So, Ross, um, put up your best fight for a fellow Welshman in Carwin. Yeah, well, obviously that's that's where I'm going to go, Gareth. But yeah, four four good four good players. I mean, there's four good players in every single position, isn't there? But these four really really stick out for me. Versatility is something I'll I'll come on to again with with three of them. But obviously, you know, start with with Rich Lane, who's gone on to really impress with with Bristol. Uh, like I say, he's been ripping it up for Bedford in this league for a long time. Respect, very well respected, highly rated. You know, he's just a class act. You know, who you're going to get with with Rich. But yeah, the the other three, uh, Billy, Billy McBride had a fantastic season for Donny. Uh, he was on the show obviously earlier on in the season as well. Spoke spoke well about his his career and and the value that he sees in the championship, which is what we like to hear. He can play, you know, equally versed at ten or fifteen. You know, in a good side that have done very very well and. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put put one in there for James James Kane Richmond. Someone I've really enjoyed watching this year, not just because he's a, a fellow ginger, but um, he's he's versatile at 15 and 13. He's got an absolute cannon of a left peg, unbelievable boot, probably probably one of the you know the longest reaching kicks in the league. But yeah, I, I think he's done really well in a, in a team that have had a sort of an okay season for them. But yeah, he, you know, done very well at 13 and 15. But for me, Carwin's another man that's come into to our set up uh, new this season and we played we played the Navy in pre-season and, and I'd seen Carter Carwin's obviously played uh, at Gloucester before in the Dragons and seen a little bit about him knew a bit about him but 
I could just tell in that game that he just had that sort of a little, little bit of electricity about him and sort of give him a bit, give him a yard and, and he will take it. And he's, he's got great feet. He's got a real sharp turn of pace and he's a fierce, fierce competitor. And he's actually quite, quite aggressive and more so than people give him credit for. And yeah, he, he can spark things from, from fullback from, for us. And uh, yeah, I've been super impressed with Carwin um, this season for us. He's, he's got the man of the match award down in the Mane a couple of times and, and he's my, my nomination. Golly. Hmm. Right. Rich Lane's not in my chat because he's had half a season at Bristol. <laughs> and congratulations, Lane. <laughs> but um, that's the reason why he's outstanding. We know he's outstanding. Uh, he's one of the best 15s in the league, but he's uh, through his success, he's had a shot at Bristol and he's gone well there. So we're going to go with guys that have played in the in the champ all year. Um, I know me and Mike, well, as a group, have spoken about James Kane and like the, the, he was at Donny for a little while. It didn't go so well for him there. Um, and then he's got down to Richmond, and he's um, he's had a he's had a brilliant year. I mean, his left boot's outstanding. Um, in a team that's at the bottom of the league again, he's 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 had a bloody good year. And will he be there next year as a result of that? But you know, he's had a great year. Um, Carwin, like Ross has said, is he's tough at the back. He does what he needs to do. He's not some bolts, and he can also set the back line alight. So. Oh, it's, it's a really difficult one. And then Billy's versatile. He played a few games at 10 this year. He's a clear leader of that Doncaster team. Um, speaks well. I, do you know what? I'm, I love that photo of him when he scored the try and his old man's in the background as well. I mean, that's just, that's iconic for the championship to have him, to have him in the background and it's, it's, uh, Billy running up to his dad and celebrating a, a try with him, which is a, a great moment for, for him, for the, t- for the family, but also for the league. So... All, all good players, all great stories. Who do I go with? Oh man, this is this is the hardest one I've had to do. I think um, I'm gonna go with Carwin Penny. I'll put an opinion up here, but I guess that makes it sort of two votes. And I guess Gareth does. You you kind of haven't officially nailed your decision yet. So I'll run through my my. I think. First and foremost, it's a travesty that we're getting to the 15th position. I think we've only got one Cornish Pirate player nominated so far. Fantastic team and a fantastic season. Um, but I don't think I'm picking Carwin Penny out of this group of four. <laughs> so, Rich Lane, um, picking Rich Lane this season reminds me almost a little bit. We had a discussion about Bomber Hislop in the Loosehead jersey last year. We kind of argued uh, on the back, you know, he'd signed for Wasps and everything. But actually, he probably hadn't been as good as he had been the year previously. And towards the back end of the season, they kind of didn't see as much of him. He's gone to Wasps now, he's doing fantastically well. Rich Lane's obviously gone to Bristol and he, he seems to be doing quite well there. But in terms of his impact on this Bedford side, I'd argue that in previous seasons, it's probably been more significant than it has been this year. Great player, done a couple of great things, but I, I would argue maybe it's not been his finest year at Goldington Road. James Kane, obviously, was at Doncaster last year and, like, you know, he I barely played. Really, really struggled to get in. Um, absolute cannon of a boot. We all knew that, but... You know, he got very limited touches um, and it just didn't seem to work for him. He was uh, sort of moving down to London to sort of out full-time rugby and like fair play. Um, yeah, he's gone superbly well at, at the athletic ground, scored an awful lot of points. Hearing rave reviews about him sort of week in, week out. So really, really proud and really, really, really happy for, for James Kane to have sort of turned it around and be doing, pulling, up, uh, pulling up trees at the rag. Uh, but for me, yeah, okay got sort of blue, white and red glasses on about this, but Billy McBride's the selection for me. Um, he's, he's had, he joined the league, obviously, last year um, from RGC in North Wales. 
uh, came in wanting to be a fly half and kind of, you know, Bo said to him, if you're going to play this team, you're going to go 15. And actually, I just think he took his game to another level. And I think he's developed that again this time. He's truly sort of one of the leaders in that Doncaster Knights side. As you said, we had him on, on the show. Um, I wasn't, obviously, I wasn't uh, the host for that podcast, but uh, spoke fantastically. And for a man of, I think he just turned 25, wise, far beyond is uh, beyond his years. And I think that sort of old head on young shoulders translates onto the rugby field. He really, really is a measured and sort of a mature rugby player for someone who is he's still very, very young in his career. And then, yeah, look, Doncaster Knights beat Ealing home on the way both times, courtesy of length of the field, interception tries from, from Billy McBride, two huge, huge moments. And, and for me, is my pick. So I think that leads us with two for Carl, one for Billy and basically Gareth to make the decision. Yeah, it's, it's really tough. Um, real good summaries by all of us, really. Um, feel like we're pulling this one out when it's the 15th one, but it's, it's nothing to do with that. I'm probably going to have to be led by the stats uh, a little bit. And I feel just on that Cornish Pirates piece that they've only got one player. I mean, it, it does sound a travesty and, and obviously it just represents that Ross hasn't done his job very well on here. But the <laughs> the real point is that they, you know, they're a great team. Um, you know, and if I was picking a, a coach at the season, then those two would would be right up there. Um, you know, uh, double act. Uh, I'm not sure which one's more, which one's wise. Probably, probably paper can't be wise, but uh, they're, they're just phenomenal. And what they've created down there, you know, you can only take your hat off to. So, I think is to as a team, it's them. As a fullback. It's Billy McBride for me. Um, I think he's just, you know, just such an impressive player and impressive bloke. And I'm going to then refer to the stats, which say that the two best fullbacks um, were McBride and Penny uh, on the week to week. Penny selected three times, McBride selected four. So going into our team of the season at fullback, wearing 15, is another Welshman, Billy McBride. 